commence primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! You may fire when ready. From the bright center of the galaxy, I'm Rex Kondak, and you're listening to Core World News, your holy news service providing in the coverage of the latest stories from all sectors of the galaxy. Now, your news segment rundown for October 6, 2022. And look at Kyber Crystal Comics Con. We now go to the CWN newsroom to join our host, Ben Granadavon, for the review of the latest episode of Andor, episode 5, The Axe Forgets. And later we'll hear their thoughts on the five-part Obi-Wan comic by Christopher Cantwell. Take it away, team. All right, thank you very much, Grex. Uh, welcome, everyone, friends, comrades, brothers and sisters in arms. Thank you for joining us for another Core World News. We are going to talk about Andor Episode 5 right off the bat here because we tried to just like talk to each other for two minutes <laughs> before rolling and that wasn't happening. There's only one thing we want to talk about and it's another amazing uh, episode of Andor. I'd like to start uh, by asking you, uh, gentlemen, how off were we on our predictions last week? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, no, did pretty off for us. It's, it's really hilarious. Off. We, we, we got <laughs> zero things right. I think in our prediction, like zero yep. things, which is why I love this show so much. So good. I mean, I mean, one of us probably should have just been like, like taking the under like prices, right. And just been like, or nothing could happen. Cause I mean, this was a yeah. very nothing uh, and everything. And I mean, if you told me that this no. next episode was going to start with a few insert shots of, of some Death Star balls and blue milk, like I, I wouldn't have believed you, oh, but right. Death Star crunchies? Got space cereal. And I was pleased by that scene. <laughs> And I just love love Cyril Karn's mom. Shout out to Cyril Karn's mom oh, sticking up for her son. Yeah, but also you know, uh, given it's not always carrot, it's sometimes stick. It seems it's true. Oh, it seems like a lot of <laughs> stick with the old boy. Not a lot of encouragement. I just to to bring us all back to last <laughs> last episode for us for our listeners. What we predicted is Ben and Grant. You guys are kind of hot on. Oh, they're gonna do the heist and get away. And I'm like, no, but they're they're at least gonna do the heist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I was, I, I said the full like house. Yeah. I wanted the full yeah. house. I was like, we're gonna get the uh, dinner scene, and mm-hmm. I'm like, and we're gonna intercut with the th- like. No, we might get that next episode uh, with the heist and the dinner scene. I think um, the dinner scene's already happened. I think we're past the dinner. I think scene. we're past it. I they think it's the next even, morning. That was the next morning. Yeah. Did you just break my heart? I on, did. Like, I while felt we're rolling. For you guys. Yeah, sorry. All right. sorry I'm going to go cry uh, in the back of the newsroom for a second. I'd also like to acknowledge <laughs> to get uh, some staplers. Cloris, Cloris who, uh, who just dropped me off, and I'm like, Perrin, we're great buds, and I treat him with dignity and know his name well. Yeah, and I mean, he keeps asking me Cloris. about my like my like social security number, but I think that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's probably going to do cool things with it. Oh, man. Yeah, I we were so wrong about so many things, but I do love this small rebel group. This yeah, this small band that we're following, and like Skeen is a character that's super dynamic. Like I think I was super wary of him last episode. Just like I, I yeah. got you know strange vibes. It seemed seemed very menacing to especially to uh, Cassian, and then this episode really turned it around. And like it just shows how well Tony you know writes these characters, and I think he he talks about like the emotional thinking of these characters in this time of, of war. They're already at war. They've already chosen to fight. It's, it's not about joining. It's about like what it, why they're fighting and who they are and what they're thinking in the moment. I think that he does that super well. So, yeah, there's no cheap, like 
like exposition. Like I, I, I was telling Grant before we logged on, um, or before we we started rolling here, just like I, I cherish every scene because I know it's just going to be a delight. There's going to be really amazing things here, and of course they would slow play this. Like, you know, I was just guessing. You know, based on every other Star Wars I've seen, Skeen is the guy that looks a little shifty, and he's going to do something sideways. And they're like, no, you don't know Skeen yet. We're going to tell you more about yeah. Skeen. Yeah. And like, and, uh, you know, just like dispelling all these tropes that, you know, I don't mind in my Star Wars, but like they're giving me so much more, just like this colorful bounty behind like every cut. Like it's it just, it's so great. Yeah. And we, we got a lot of uh, background, like second person commentary on other people. They're like, um, I'm trying to remember her name. I have it written right here. Cinta. Yes. Yeah, you know, she was like, mm-hmm. she's the hardest one in the group. Like, that's the hardest one right there. Yeah. And, you know, the healer. And you're like, oh, okay. And then, you know, doing like Nimix, like core. And then, you know, and then Skeen, or, you know, then we actually find about Skeen's story, which is just, yeah. Like, dark. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the darkest <laughs> Star Wars has gotten in terms of like just someone, exp- you know, expot. Exp- giving exposition about their backstory. Like it just felt yeah. truly grim and just you, you, I feel like you, he hates the empire more than anyone there almost like after that scene, it just yeah. feels like he has a seething hatred of the empire as you know, we, we again yeah. see tattoos on scheme that seem to be like prison tattoos. Like he was yeah what imprisoned twice by the empire. Like <laughs> um, Adam, so, you're, you were reading the, uh, the subtitles. I assume that's kind of your MO. Um, yeah. Did you get the, did you get any proper nouns, uh, to accompany those tattoos because I didn't um, um I, I guessed incorrectly I did but I didn't I didn't have them I didn't okay. I didn't like log them to memory they they I made a mental note at the time and then did not write them down was it um, more explicit it was that they were prison tats no it was like it was just proper nouns so it meant okay. n- nothing but I, I took them as like yeah prison tats basically um yeah it's I he's so again, I'm gonna make predictions that are, of course, gonna be proven wrong. You're just going right back into it, just of course, because down, Adam. I I love I almost I love making predictions when my predictions are wrong. It's yeah. do you know what I mean? Like that's one of my favorite things. Like I was getting I a little bored being... with, yeah. I do with with Star Wars because I can't remember like watching Ben just completely predict all of Obi or all of uh, Boba Fett was just like yeah. was just like heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for, in so many ways for so many people. Bro. Yeah. So I love that we're keeping it wrong, but my prediction is just like, I, like, like Skeen is going to be the downfall of this whole thing. He's, you, do you think it's because he's soft? I think he's soft. I think he's going to crack. No, it's because uh, he'll no, he'll get he'll go hate. overboard with his vengeance. he'll go overboard. Yeah, he'll okay. he's he's gonna he's just gonna he's not gonna be able to hold together, pretend to be an imperial. I don't think. I think he's just gonna lose it at some point and just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I've been picking up wrong vibes about everyone. I was actually, I thought those tats might have been military. That's what it was. I was like, that's why um, Cassian recognized them or Clem. Right, and Cassian reflects, I think, on his entanglement with uh, the. Empire. Yeah, Sorry. I think he said. Well, a, he talks about being basically in a. He's basically was in a in a juvie hall. Like yeah. that's what he talks yeah, about. Basically. Oh, yeah, that's what he was talking yeah. about. Because yeah, he said yeah, like thirteen, I like and it. I was like, that seems awfully early to yeah. enlist. But in my head, I, that that's I was already. I'm yeah, like, those are. Juvenile. I thought they were. Yeah, the way I read it was, yeah, juvenile facility, like just being held. No one's proud enough to be a stormtrooper to get a tattoo, right? Maybe there are. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that makes sense that he was in, yeah, juvenile detention and knows that, and um, that just adds another really cool layer 
um, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we learn more about Nemec in this episode as well. And Nemec is, I think, a big uh, standout character for for me. I, I really like this character yeah. quite a bit, and for all of us, I imagine. And uh, he's apparently yeah. writing uh, a manifesto of ideas about yeah. of the, the sort of thought the thought process for the for maybe a, a burgeoning rebellion or what what their mandate or motto or what, what that's going to be right that initiative and so that was super cool and i've got some wild theories about that manifesto because he holds up that manifesto in a navi computer and basically shakes those items and i'm like this is set up like those two yeah. items are actually pretty important and i think we'll carry on in the story even if nemec doesn't Mm. Do you mean the do you mean the Polaroid camera? Yeah. Is yep, one of the of items. Yeah. I was like, please don't be a camera. Please don't be a camera. He's like, it's a navigational device. I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I gotta think, I gotta think that's either gonna be the the document they use for this the for the rebellion, or maybe it's a document that's used for the newer public. But what I'm really yeah. hoping the show might do is maybe it falls into imperial hands and mm. Uh, it's basically lines are lifted from that for Tarkin's doctrine and sort of like talking about freedom and liberty and sort of lifting Nemec's words because they're actually quite him. good for yeah. arresting the, the public and sort of capturing their attention. Yeah. And I mean, that's that's after Nemec dies first, right? Yeah, yeah I'm guessing. I mean, Nemec is so yeah. beloved that like, they're going to take him from us. And he's it's, like it's a droid. Upset. In a lot of ways, like he's so lovable, he's like yeah. a droid lovable, you know, like he's, you know, he's brilliant and optimistic and, you know, and, and just and passionate and like all the things like, you know, like a flawless droid, but he's a flawless human. And, you know, I, I, I think know. that's they're setting us up for him. My my wife loves that character so much, and she was so like, I can't wait to see. I'm like, oh, Carly, oh, oh don't get attached. Oh, no, oh. it's going to be rough. It's going to hurt. None of them are making it out alive. <laughs> um yeah. Yeah, so fantastic all, i love gorn too we got a lot of gorn in this episode yeah. and i just yeah. love how he's managing his staff and sort of anticipating the the celestial event that's about to happen and and, and where those staff are going to be during the event it's kind of like that's what we're all thinking watching the episode yeah. like how is he going to uh you know persuade his staff to basically be out of that uh that that hangar bay uh, during the event so they can take off of that freighter. Cause you, wow. and they even linger on a shot of the, yeah. the Imperial, whatever payroll or gold or whatever yeah. that is. Uh, they kind of show it and they show like as right after a couple of troopers are asking the bee to go out and yeah. see it on the night to empty the, that, that garrison. Like how did he trick them? He was like, you're, you both have to paint this thing and be in here. It was During so that, great. Yeah, it, it was, was like so the great. double lie. And they're like, no, like he knew they would beg to be upstairs. Yep. And they did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. I mean, and so when everything goes after, he'd be like, it wasn't my idea. I was gonna, I want them to be there and they convinced me not to be there. So maybe you should look at the two of them. But yeah. it was, it was brilliantly done. Uh, two things. Uh, the way the writing, which you've already hit on, is amazing. I think where it kind of clicked for me, which is just what's going on with this, is with Gorn. And when they're describing Gorn's backstory mm. and why he is working for the for the rebellion, it's all of like two lines. Fell yeah. basically right, fell in love with a local woman, killed the hands of the empire. Like it's literally just like two lines. Right, yeah. And I'm like, that's great. The exposition in this thing is just done and it's natural and it's you get that character's motivation. And then they'll spend 30 lines just Exposing about the human condition 
And I'm like, that's Star Wars, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's all just like you you rush through the not rush through, but you do little lore drops and little exposition drops. Yeah. And then you spend all of your dialogue and everything else on like character building. Right. And human. And like that worked. Um, the other thing to do completely other is that moment when they showed the the payload that they're going to try to steal. Yeah. Uh, I had deposit and my wife and I had a 30 minute conversation about the fact that the Empire is apparently on the gold standard, which yeah. makes no sense <laughs> yeah. in a, in, yeah, in a galaxy. Cool. And so we had like a 30 minute yeah. economic conversation. Oh, wait. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. They'll um, have to introduce a name for that uh, currency or whatever that is. That it's just it's... Republic, or just uh, Imperial Credits, right? I thought so. I, okay. I guess. I mean, I, yeah, but it's weird that they're like, it's actually like physical. Yeah. It's physical. It's so weird. Yeah. It looks like gold bars almost. It's, it's... It did. Yeah. They're, they're small, though. I mean, we've seen them a million times. They're just like, they look like Kit Kats covered in gold, and then you just throw them on the table. Like, I, I think that's what they are. And then they just, they stack together in hexagons, just like the Empire. And then, you know, and then they can be transported. No, I love it. I think it's cool. I think it's like a fun and it's kind of tropey. It's classic. Yeah. Totally. It's great. Yeah. World but, um, building. It's really, but that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I like it. Um, um, yeah cool. they yeah so many I, I mean and just you know to keep going with the gorn thing like just to be i love imperial architecture and i know it's probably some actual real place that they shot at and it was probably just like a, a dam or whatever but like yeah, imperial ramparts yes. real dam that was a real place that i think uh luke hall the production designer uh found. spot found yeah well good good eye um i figure out which bond film i've seen that in but i could be wrong yeah <laughs> But still, you know, you know me. Like I want them like playing with gadgets and like fiddling yeah. with like you know wall-mounted you know pathways and um and just and I love seeing you know existing in the architecture and just like you know him on the uh, ramparts with that slouching corporal um was I don't know yeah I just I, I love watching them interact with the space it really I love feeling in the land in a Star Wars landscape and. Nothing does it like the roar of twin ion engines doing like a flyby. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, right. That scene. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people were remarking on how uh, you know this show was able to make a one Tie Fighter quite threatening and like yeah. Yeah. intimidating. It's it's so great to see, and then just how loud that got, and how Cinta and Bell like cover their ears. Like, yeah. like imagine just blows your eardrums out. Just yeah, by, it, so. it feels so real. Again, um, we commented when we were watching that was another pause moment of just like that, like the realness of seeing like mm -hmm. like TIE fighters in Atmo, which we've yep. seen before. Like we've seen them in like uh, Force Awakens, right? There's the scene yep. uh, Mandalorian. Uh, in Mandalorian. But like right. this made it feel like like it, it, like I know it's all computer generated, but it made it feel like they actually flew something yeah. over them like it just have, was done so well yeah. have you ever seen those paintings online that people like buy old like paintings and, mm -hmm, and then painting mm -hmm. like ATATs and like star wars stuff yeah that's what this this felt like it's just like you Truly. can suddenly you know add a dimension to the space just by like plopping a tie fighter in the middle of it yeah um, i love their handling of that lambda class shuttle too they see like a yep. class like just flying away in the distance and it's just gorgeous and it's yeah. like it's it's almost like a blur we can barely see. it's very far away but i just like, yeah. i love yeah. the handling of sort of the traffic the imperial traffic going back and forth to the garrison i thought that was just so atmospheric yeah. like we don't the ships aren't yes. just right in front of us just no. glossy and gleaming it's like no the ships are far away it's very realistic again it's the spaceport on ferrix the yeah. Orleans star Trek cab all that stuff it just feels super 
grounded and uh, the realism is off the charts. It's the benefit of having location shooting, I think, right? Mm -hmm. Because you can think about how you're going to lay that stuff in as opposed to like with the volume because you can like just put something straight in front of you. I feel like I think back to the Mandalorian, like there's no subtlety in that show. And I'm not saying that show needs to be subtle. It's not a subtle show. I think Mandalorian does a better job of being sort of subtle, but I think Boba Fett was almost too unrestrained like it was almost like there was just too much they were they were like oh we have the we can use the volume and therefore we have greater access to these larger set piece moments that can just happen and yeah i don't know if you should indulge in that i think you should almost limit yourself when crafting these stories because yeah i don't know it's just i like what this show is about and it's about talking and getting in the headspace of characters and i don't think we do that enough in star wars i think that's why people no. are finding this show so refreshing and it's i I just I don't know how we go back to the volume after this. And I felt I feel so bad saying that because I think I mean, I mean, I've literally there's hours of me on this podcast waxing poetically about Mm -hmm. the volume and the amazingness of it. And I and I think there's use for it. But, man, I I, I, like can we do this with every Star Wars show? And I know the answer is no. I know the answer is no. I think this show is setting us up for some serious letdown for, for for future stuff. I mean. You know, yeah. Mando's fantastic and will always be fantastic and Boba will be great and um, Acolyte's going to be amazing. And I don't really know what else is on the horizon there. Uh, Ahsoka, right? You yeah. know, hopefully they'll do something special and different with Ahsoka. But I, it, like, don't you feel like they need and I, I, I hesitate to use the word need, but like to sort of up the, the production value game across the board after this uh, is is the lesson yeah. we learn similar to the lesson we learn with CGI after a while is it's not like. CGI on its own doesn't work. It's that mix of practical and CGI right. that's kind of that yeah. magic. And then maybe we learn that we need like limited use. Like we need some practical locations and use of the volume other times. Like I, I think you can do both. <laughs> Sorry, Ben just moved and I didn't realize there was a mom Mothra hiding behind him. <laughs> yeah, there is. <laughs> no, I think you're onto something there. I, I just I think it almost comes down to spectacle. It's like is the spectacle cheapened if it happens in every other scene? Like, do you want to maybe, and the volume allows for that. The volume, you can right. you know, create, you know, exotic planets and, and create exotic set piece moments in almost every scene, which is, but I, I don't, I think that's a detriment. I think what Andor's doing, trying to go on location, uh, trying to be more practical, I think that is, that adds to the, sort of like the character building because like yeah yeah you're not gonna have a set piece like it's not always gonna be a set piece moment it's gonna be like a campfire scene it's gonna be like huddled in a dark tent it's gonna be at a dinner table it's gonna be you know it's these smaller scenes that i think just uh they sing Which in look this more show because cinematic. we don't there's so much history that's just untapped and we're yeah. just finally opening the you know yeah. the, the, the that, tap on it and it's, the the campfire scene which was like i don't know 65 percent of this entire episode was like <laughs> was almost the most cinematic I've seen Star Wars on on TV. <laughs> and I can't explain why. Like, it felt that those scenes felt more like a movie to me than anything else I've seen yeah. so far in Star Wars. And I mean, to to just dent, you know, out of my old thing, like I, when I say production value, I don't just mean, you know, the volume versus practical. I mean, dialogue. I, I think I yeah. really think yeah. script writers across Lucasfilm right now are going, oh, no. You know, I mean, I'm yeah. sure they've seen this before. Yeah, but it's like, Watching the show, they're just like, okay, I got to find another gear or we've got to, you know, you know, because it's the script, it's the pace, it's the, you know, and and then it is the practical effects. Um, The acting is tremendous. Uh, So I just, you know, 
I don't know, for some reason, and I think I, I forgot who I was listening to in what podcast, but some actor was just being like, I feel like the, it might have been Lauren Michaels, actually, um, saying that, like, I just feel like the uh, audience is a lot more savvy now about, um, no, it wouldn't have been him because it would have been an actor, uh, maybe Ethan Hawke or something. But just like the audience is more savvy. And I needed to hear that from an actor because, I mean, I, I know there's a lot of Internet trolls that think they're like experts, but I think for somehow some way we've learned about movie making and you know the the movie fan has sort of pierced that veil a little bit and really can critically understand you know script and scenes and stuff and um like it's a more i don't know maybe after watching films for as long as we have since the 50s or whatever like now you know the the, the mass populace is sort of getting how they're made and what makes good ones and yeah um you know what the art really entails but uh i don't know i just feel like this is a huge, I mean, a huge step up in production value. And um, I mean, but maybe they're just going to be like, this is for adults. And then we're going to make, you know, we're going to go back to making shows for kids nine times out of 10. But like, we're we're throwing you this and or bone here for the, you know, 40 plus crowd or whatever. Well, or, it's not like, know. yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, I don't think it holds your hand. And I also think it just wants to immerse you in the world. And it, it yeah, kind of just wants to drop yeah. you kind of... Um, you know, yeah. mise-en-scene, just, like, in there, and, like, uh, or in media res, I mean, sorry. Uh, and I feel like, um, I feel like because it 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 goes through the, it, it brings up these lore elements, but it doesn't slow down. It kind of just throws them at you rapid fire. Like, when Deirdre Miro is, is talking about this these, these planets where there's rebel activity, she's just rifling through these planets as quickly as possible, and it's just, like, we're not stopping. We're not explaining anything. It just feels like true to these sort of like, uh, you know, Lucas's, you know, vision in the first oh. place. Where there's just jargon in this world and you just yeah. have to grasp onto what you can and keep going. I like. Yeah. That. Did you catch any of those names? Well, they might said? be featured in trivia later. So. Uh, so you don't want to talk you. about them? No, we can. No, we can. Because, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I'll just eliminate that question. It's fine. Go for it. <laughs> Sorry. You're no, no, no. You're good. I uh, come on. I had. Well, the two I caught were Kessel. Yeah. And Fondor. Yep. And yeah. we know yeah. that, like, um, I don't know, maybe Kessel was long ago. I thought Kessel might have been from Solo. And they did actually mess that one up. That wasn't an organized rebellion. That just happened to be them, you know, uh, you know, jacking that uh that yeah. high fuel. And but that yeah. to them, um, they thought that. The other well, uh, right, because the yeah, because the Kessel, like the 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 coaxium they stole was used yeah. to given to the oh right. cloud riders who were oh, right so maybe rebellions. the strings were being pulled there you know in one way or another yeah oh no because no it wasn't because the cloud riders riders jacket yeah okay yeah but they uh, don't but the, Imper the imperials don't know that right they they think it was an organized not just some you know space yeah. jockey yeah um the other the other name i recognized was fondor yeah mm -hmm. Um, so Fondor is was made famous in Battlefront 2. Um, it has shipyards on it. And it's actually it's yeah. a staunch um, uh, empire loving, imperial loving planet. They have like the mm -hmm. red banners all over the thing. You actually in the single player in uh, Battlefront 2, you get to go down on the ground in Fondor and there is a rebellion. Um, and so I think that was what they were referring to there. Yeah, I just love Deirdre Miro, like that character. 
specifically. I love when she's like, she's kind of catching onto the scent of this re- rebellion, yeah. this, you know, this nascent rebellion. She's like, I know if this, it, I know this, if I was them, this is how I yeah. would do it. I'd spread it out, never climb the same fence twice. I just loved that line. I just love that she is hot on hot pursuit of this, of rebel activity. And you got <laughs> attendant heart, Hurt with her I, as well. Yes. Guys, All right. That's what I was image, looking for. His name. Yeah, I was doing the same thing, but I, I love that relationship. I, I love that it's there. It's, it's so weird because, like, you know, she is hunting for the hero the people are rooting for. Yeah, and every time like, it's a scene it with like her, National I'm Treasure rooting for her. Fun, it feels like some yeah. fun sort of scavenger hunt like plot, but it's these these are the bad guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Good. Yeah. Check <laughs> yeah. yourself. Yeah. You know, but they're putting it together, which is kind of fun to see them coming towards it. And yeah, know. attendant heart gives me like Eli Banto vibes, <laughs> hardcore. And so I, I instantly like him. He's got like really distinct sunken eyes. He just mm-hmm. look. Yeah, he just looks like a vampire. Like I can't explain. He's just very. Yeah, that's the Imperial look. It's right? perfect. It's such a perfect Imperial. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you guys caught this, but in the last episode during the uh, the briefing with uh, Major, uh, what's the Pentagon Pentagon or something? Um the I guess the captain at the end says there's increased communications around Scarif. Uh yes, yeah. because that is where the Death Star is being constructed currently. That is the construction site for the Death Star during the show, apparently. Question mark? Question Are you talking about like in, in you talking about where we first see it in Rogue One? No, not not in Rogue One. I think just in this at this time in the galaxy is that where it's being I, constructed. I don't think so, man. I think I don't that's think so. Too I high it was profile. Just, yeah, I think they're all their like vault, dead space. Well, or... they were Genos Genosha for a long time, and then they moved to yeah uh, a couple planets from Catalyst um, that I'm forgetting. But um, and then yeah. yeah, it moves around like the construction site moves. I think. Yeah, not often, but it does move. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure where the Death Star is right now. I'm trying to uh, think of that. That um, they were next to a sun, right? Like because they had those sweet shadow moments, like when we see yeah. the the dish yeah. being placed in the yeah. Death Star. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what system that is. I didn't. Yeah, I thought that was. In, I, I, I was scared. Uh, no, no. So uh, Grant, you are correct. So, okay, my bad. In 9 BBY, the Death Star, an armored battle station, was moved from Geonosis to Scarif to continue its construction under supervision of Krennic. So that's Krennic's. So in 9 BBY, which is now-ish, right? No, in terms this of, is where 5 BBY But, right? but 5 BBY, so that scene, would be... To yeah. me, that seems pretty important because if they're saying there's increased communica- comm traffic around Scarif and they kind of like, do they know the Death Star's projects there? Do like are the ISB kind of kept from that? Like, is At it that so level? I don't know that yeah. almost nobody knows about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, how secret yeah. is this project? It's kind of fascinating to me. Um, yeah, you're obsessed with that, and you're obsessed with the Tarkin Doctrine, and just I keep am. following those your nose, things. Grant. Those keep two following things. Yeah, yeah. Um, those would be great to get. I don't know that we're going to get any Tarkin in this, man. It just seems like no, not in this first big. season, I don't think. But I think maybe it's next nearly season. inevitable. I think you'll get a. I think you might get like a, a Wolf Yalaren or something. Like I think you might get mm. something. I'd love to get yeah. Yalaren. That would be 
really interesting because he's such a major player in the Clone Wars animated. Series. Wasn't he the first ISB person or something? Uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know much about his empire. Career, yeah, I don't remember imperial career. Yeah, is this going to be the first? Because we're, um, <laughs> we're not even halfway through the season because I keep forgetting the season's twelve episodes long, which is awesome. Yeah. But we're about halfway through. What are the odds we get through this entire season without getting like a single, like Star Wars ca- cameo, quote unquote? You know what I mean? Like we might get through the entire season. Oh, we got pretty good odds. This pretty good odds. Seems which like I would be like, that's amazing. Was the only real yeah. Cameo. And then I could, I, mean, I but could he's the character. Like yeah, yeah. I think we're gonna get one mm-hmm. for sure, and it's gonna we be are. K2SO. Uh, I don't, I don't know. If, I don't maybe. know. That might be second season. That might be second season yeah. or third. I think it's, I think it's like finale of this season. We're gonna get K2SO. That would be sense. A little. We also are gonna get Saw Guerrera. Yeah, we saw, we saw Saw in the in the previews. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I yeah, I mean that'd be crazy. Which is fine. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think yeah, a couple. But I I think the like K two S O is going to be a prelude to next season, and I think there's going to be a lot more lore drops because I think they can organically make them meaningful. Well, yeah, things start moving too closer yeah. to you know, f- you know, New Hope, so it makes sense that you get a little more. Yeah, into it. Uh, we still haven't touched on Mon Mothra and, and Coruscant. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's a tough life. <laughs> She's leading. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. So wow. I had this, uh, again, to, yeah, I mean, totally cringy scene, but I had this thought, um, you know, like everyone is fighting the rebellion in their own way. And it's like, yes, it's the militia on the ground. And yes, it's these like spies and, you know, power lever wielders but it's also mon mothma on the highest level in the senate fighting the rebellion in her own home you know and i it's it's just like it, i just think it's a really cool vantage point like it's sort of t- it's there was a part of me and i did lean over to my wife jenny and i'm like i don't know that i needed to know mon mothma's daughter but it's Lita? like important that she's like you know trying to be a mother and a wife yeah. And, 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 you know, a, a, just a citizen and, and like going through things that everyone goes through with teenagers and, you know, spouses and whatever. And, you know, and but she's got she's carrying this like heavy burden of purpose and um, everyone. It's also you know, like, and, and, but uh, she's she can't share it with anybody, even the people, close, especially the people closest to her. It's also interesting. Yeah. She's kind of authoritative in this moment with her daughter, where it's almost like we're kind of seeing how systems of control are corrupting the galaxy and then she is trying to just take control of the situation with her daughter and it's like and but again she gives she gives in and she just walks away and it's like that's what a normal person does the empire and these stringent isb agents like they're not walking away from anything and it's yeah. quite clear when you're seeing deirdre kind of like monitoring this rebellion and you're seeing uh, uh lieutenant supervisor blevin on Varix establishing that new headquarters yeah uh, which is going, I think that's going to be a big part of the story. I think we're going back to Ferrix, guys. And I think Ferrix yeah. is going to be, you know, in yeah. a stranglehold. And it's going to be, we're going to get a better, a, a bigger uprising, yeah. right? Like the, yeah, yeah the drumming like kind of the... didn't get the payoff that it's, I think it will get. We got like, what, like a 30 second little Ferrix drop in yeah. this episode? Yeah. 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 yeah, we did. I was like, where are we? And I was like, oh, wait, I did the we same are. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, they even showed that like stairway where um, Tim got, mode down <laughs> tim still don't know uh, uh, never forget tim um, um yeah 
And then we get at the very end, we get we get uh, Luthen like a like a like a ten second check in with Luthen, and like yeah. there's a moment where like I felt really dumb, where I just it was like me. Sometimes I, I have trouble putting like the big picture together in a movie of like, wait, why are we doing this? I just like along for the ride. The first time I watched something, and I think the line at the end is like. Uh, it'll be over by this time tomorrow, or will have begun, just begun. Right, we'll and I'm like, just, just the rebellion, begun. the rebellion will have just begun because right. they'll have the money to fund the yeah, rebellion. The money, yeah. I get it. I yeah. understand the show. Yeah. <laughs> it's like for some reason didn't hit me. I was like, yeah, that's like that's a fraction of what you guys are stealing. So yeah, you so you certainly yeah. can. Yeah, that makes so much sense. I mean, two hundred thousand credits is a lot of cash, but he's like, everything hinges on this. Let's go. Let's. I'm gonna yeah over invest on this one. This is the rebellion. If it, they don't, if this doesn't work, they don't have a rebellion. They can't fund it. They can't buy X wings. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, just basic provi- food and provisions. Like I always like, I'm wondering. I'm like, okay, great. I, I Took hope over we get to rock, see but... the deal for some like X wings. Yeah. With the what show, is that? we Sign probably will or something like that. That deal with those yeah. corporate execs, that'd be great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, that was one of my I favorite think... um, Rebels shows. Is when they stole the Y wing. Mm. Oh, the Y wings with yeah. the, is that Wedge or that was the Leia episode? episode? Or is that the Mon Mothma episode or the Leia episode? Which one was that? um no i think uh who did they have it was just oh it was lando was there um I think oh that's right with the ugnaughts right. right and then um but they were having trouble with ezra and he was fighting his own battles something something but you see uh, my whatever. lando shelf behind me nice. oh there he is oh you have a tatooine uh tatooine. guard guard yeah, yeah tatooine guard uh lando and uh, my uh my Alistair. solo lando's downstairs he had to bring upstairs and put him okay. in with his for for our, our listeners at home, um, <laughs> we do post a couple video clips now. I'm sorry, um, on the uh, on on the social meds on uh, Instagram, but Adam has constructed in his new office in his home uh, a fantastic gallery uh, cube display of his Star Wars swag, and there are a lot of action figures, which make me extremely happy. They are well sorted, which makes me even more happy. Um, yeah, and, uh, there was a lot of debate about does this does this go here? Does this go there? And I had to make some concessions, <laughs> but I, I think it mostly, mostly yeah. works. You see that Legends section over there? It's looking strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. Like the whole, a lot of books, a lot of. <laughs> yeah. uh, I see a holocron back there. Um, yeah, are those shot glasses? I don't know those what those are. Shot glasses. Is. Speaking uh, of for... artifacts, did you yeah. guys see the Sankara stones in Luthen's uh, shop uh, from? Indiana uh, Jones. Temple oh, Street. yes. Yeah. yeah. I, no, I caught it. I caught it online. I didn't see it live. Like yeah. I didn't see it. But I, I saw I saw a, a, that live, which I'm like, that's amazing because, you know, C3PO and R2D2 are in uh, are in uh, uh, Raiders. It also has like so. the holocron, but it looks like the holocron from Rebels like or something. Yeah. Oh, do you think it's the uh, help me Obi-Wan Kenobi? You're my only hope. No, that was Kanan's, right? Oh, no. He kept that one with him. No, I'm sorry. I, 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 it's Obi Wan um, giving his like, you know, Kanan has the one that's Obi Wan giving his like, oh, duck and get cover. Out. Yeah, uh, don't come. Go to yeah. ground. So why does Luthen stay in the wig like when it's after hours? I didn't get that. Like, Just in case it probably is too much. Someone, someone comes in. Yeah, it's too much work to get that to put that back on. <laughs> so he's, yeah, he's in it all day. <laughs> yeah, when he's there, he has to affect that um, foppish dandy. I love how um. 
sort of prominent Clea is in the relationship. Like she's not just the assistant yeah. in the shop. She's almost calling the shop. She's almost telling him to calm down and like get in line. Like I just, yeah. I think Clea has got a big future in this show as well. And I think they're both this sort of like duo spy duo. That's I, I can't wait to see what they do next. Yeah. I am very interested. The, you know, I realized the show, I think one of the things that really is probably a benefit and a motivator for the show is like, it's, it's finite. It's by definition finite. We know there are 24 total episodes in this whole thing. And no matter what they want to do, that's it because it bumps up against rogue one. You can't do more than 24. So everything has to mean something. Cause it's not something like, well, if this works, we'll come back to it in season three or season four or season five. Like this is it. And so, I think that's why they're, they're building all these characters out and giving them each a moment because this is going to be their only moments. Yeah, it's it's yeah. fantastic. Like I said, just hanging on yeah. every scene. Um, I, I wonder what the coup de gras will be of the season, like of the both of the entire series. Like, what is the big eventful thing that could happen that you know is is a, a organic sort of um, a, you know a stepping stone to uh, the Death Star and the sort of the, uh, that dinner party they robbed the me Death of. Star plans. Yeah. <laughs> I know the dinner dinner party with Slymore could have been like the final I, scene of yeah. that show. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. Carly, Carly was like, like, "What?" Like, Carly was like, "Ooh, getting dark." I like this. Okay, we're following yeah. going to the Hashtag Grand Vizier's free like, the dinner party. Apart. I know we had one of those moments where Carly was just like, "What?" Like, because I, I was like, I was, I was just chuckling at nothing. It was, it was literally because it was when they cut back to my mother, it like looked like the day after a dinner party, like the way they were sitting at the table yeah. and everything. And yeah. I, and it was just like, she's like, what? I'm like, we didn't see the dinner party. And we didn't like, see the dinner party what? with what? like all the name drops. And I know. And, and then right, she's like, oh yeah. She's like, and? and I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. Let me show yeah. you a picture of Sly Moore. So I pulled it up and showed it to her. And she's like, I, oh man. Masamito was coming over. They're like the Grand yeah. Vizier, Sly Moore, and then some guy named like Ars Dangor, who's actually like a Legends character or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. I would. I could do a whole episode with Ars Dangor. Yeah. Like I just mean, what I want him to just like monologue after monologue, like just tell me about the empire or the ways of the Sith or something, because they're all in on it. Oh man, that just Slymore ate nothing and glared at me entire meal. That would have been great. I don't know. Based on based on uh you know uh what's his name? I refuse to remember uh Mamathra's husband's name because I hate that man so much. Well, if I you didn't hate to... Perrin enough, he hangs out with Mossameda and Slymore. Yeah. Right, but that's the thing. Like, I know we think Slymore is like, but like, it sounds like by his description, she's a pretty good hang. So, <laughs> yeah, don't... it would she's be kind person. of funny if she was just raging, like who's just yeah like, throwing back, you know, whatever Bantha milk and having a great time. Uh, Bantha Russians. I don't. Yeah, I can't. I don't have it on the, off the top of my head. Um, all right. So, what about the the big um, mystery in this one? Uh, who is Uncle Harold or Uncle Haro? Um, Uncle who is uh, Karn's Karn's uncle that's going to hire, right, right. inevitably hire him to do something? Yeah, in the... you have to imagine he's like a sector minister, administrator, that's... or something. The... But where's he going to place him? Prefect or something? I don't know. You think it'll be like yeah. a governing position somewhere? 
again to to fail again? No, I think I think he'll maybe enter entry level ISB and then rise through that because we're getting that organization yeah. now, and so that's my I, security. Say, yeah, pro. I yeah, yeah he's going to be the metal detector guy there. Like it's the, he's going to have access to the ISB, and it's going to be in like it's going to be low low like food service level or something <laughs> it just gives him access that he can sure. start yeah. going like i really think it's going to be like he's going to think it's one thing and it's going to be like i'm checking people in at the gate right so we we all like made guesses about how he would get back into the empire uh, to be fair i really thought that he had failed too hard to get back into the empire but mm. I, I you know I think we were all like, if he's going to do it, he's going to sort of scrape through like, you know, he's got to go through basic somewhere. But like yeah. shame on us to think that guy would like, like yep. lower himself and do the hard work to get to where he wants to be. I, like, no, and, he has like a family yeah. relative that's going to get him into the empire. Right. Like that, yeah. That shame. shame so we didn't do sense. the, yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't like do the easiest path. Maybe. Yeah. Nepotism privilege. Yeah. We, I don't know why mm. we didn't just say that. That's like 99 times out of a hundred. That's how that works. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, but who do you who, do you think the guy's a, a major character? Or you just uh, you know, do, do you think the character no, significant I, at all? Um, I Harlow? don't. No, oh, Harlow. Uh, Harlow. Harlow. Uncle no. Harlow. Harlow. No, I I think Harlan? he's one of those things Harlan? where his, I think his mom thinks he's a big deal, and he's just going to be like the head chief security guy or you know what i mean like it's going to be middle in management her world. It's, isb yeah in her world it's a big deal he's like he works in hr basically for <laughs> isb it could be the Ooh, propaganda no HR, department of propaganda no 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 i'm waiting for the, i think that could be a fun thing to bring into the show it's the sort of propaganda ass wing of the uh the empire oh, that'd be great yeah but then, then again but cyril karn feels like a detective a kind of stringent detective character yeah yeah um, yeah, we want him eye to eye with um, with Cassian at some point. Right. He's got to be headed in that. Direction. Yeah. He can't. Yeah. I mean, his is it. Yeah. He's right now while we're doing like the guns and Navarone stuff for uh, on the on the um, on the on the rebellion side, he's going to keep the noir thread going in this show. Okay. I have a feeling. Cool. Yeah. I love Lots it. to come with Cyril Karn for sure. Yeah. Um. Anything that we missed? Um, we, we do have another segment today. I know usually we've just been dwelling and dwelling on uh, Andor, which has been fun, but we've got um, some comics to talk about. Obi-Wan series, um, the full series we're going to talk about, all five episodes. should be great. Um, but what, anything else on um, on Andor? Do you guys have any other notes? Uh, I think that's everything I think we I covered most of it. There's a new foundation that Mon Mothma's just started. I'm wondering if that's a sort of cover for... You know, sending money to the rebellion. Yeah, yeah, yep. That could definitely. Yeah, and definitely we also did not sense. meet Mon Mothma's. We also did not meet Mon Mothma's uh, sort of a, a new, uh, new person, agent or asset. Yeah, the, the rebellion. We didn't person meet that person. She knows. Yeah, yeah. We also didn't. Uh, we also don't know what Vel and Asinta are doing during this. Uh, right. Hijacking. Right. 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 It's yep. like we don't know what they're plan- What they're supposed to do. I'm thinking diversion. So that's my guess. Yeah. 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 I had, I went to a dark place. I was like, they're women yep. that bases mostly men. Like they're going to infiltrate through. Yeah. Um, salacious means. I had a similar thought and I think that's kind of where they're trying to lead. Why they were, and it may be keep it private, yeah. you know? 
Yeah. It may, and it may be misdirection, right? That may be yeah. what they're trying to get the audience to think, and then it's a different thing. But yeah, yeah it makes sense. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, we will see. Um, well, that was, uh, amazing, um, an amazing episode. I cannot wait till next week. I can't wait to watch this episode again. I only got to watch it once before this taping. Um, and and before we, before we started the record, we were talking about how we would love to kind of watch it as a whole after it all, after it all releases. And I'm wondering if there's ever a possibility that Disney plus would cut their own, like create their own super cut of a a Disney plus series, especially one like this. Because I think it could, there's so many episodes that really could cut together nicely without having to go through intros and opening titles and all this sort of stuff just to get to the next beat. It's like, I would love for Disney to take hold of their own, you know, IP and their media and just sort of cut it all together and create these new super cuts and and deploy them differently on the platform. I'm still waiting for the last four episodes of season seven of The Clone Wars to be... Cut, like into cut, together. Together movie. cut into a movie. Cut into a movie. Yeah. And, I, and there could be uh, super long and have intermissions or something. Like there will be something creatively yeah, I, done there where it's like yeah. you don't have to start each episode. Yeah. No. And like it would make, we, I mean, we're only five episodes in, but it makes so much sense to cut episodes one, two, and three into one yep. sitting experience and then whatever the next, whatever segment is. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're all, or all the way to the end of the Zeldani heist, this first chunk could be all the heist and then the end of it and done, you know, and like the next super next chunk. Yeah. Cause I, I I would sit for that, that duration, you know, that's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's not, and it's not like, it makes a lot of sense. Carly had the same question naturally. I hadn't mentioned it and she was watching it. She's like, do you think they're ever just going to cut these into like mini movies? <laughs> she yeah. had said the same thing, and I'm like, nice, yeah. It I, feels they like should. it would, it would yeah. cut together naturally. It would be a pretty uh, yeah. fun editorial, and it would actually probably cut together nicely. Yeah, I think there's huge room. There's there's a huge opportunity. Oh gosh, yeah. Tushman, uh, huge opportunity gap <laughs> with uh, playlists. <laughs> uh, get out of my head, hey. Tushman um and uh with on disney plus and you know definitely super cuts and yeah also the the clone wars chronologically it it, that's number one with a bullet for me it's just like i mean i know it was supposed to be episodic and george was like yeah whatever they can be a little out of order star wars is out of order the feature films right but it just if you're gonna like people binge clone wars i'm one of them and you it really doesn't make sense to watch them out of order because there's like a development with ahsoka that's going on and it's like she's there and then she's then you're meeting her like three episodes in it's like it doesn't make sense so all right i have have a final andor thought for you guys before i wait before you do final andor i want to i want to jump on what ben said about this about the clone wars and another thing because because i I think i said this probably an episode like two or three of this uh, uh, uh the second or third episode i was in here is just like i or i guess not because disney plus wasn't even a thing yet which is wild to think about but like when disney plus started i still don't understand why they don't do exactly what you're talking about ben but also just do playlists like do you want to yeah. watch only the ahsoka story do you want to watch only like oh, like yeah. it'd be so easy to do that it doesn't take up any more data or space you can probably get an intern to do it for you like just yeah. do it so they've dabbled in it right like they're like yeah. these are the essential ahsoka stories and i'm like already have notes i'm like there are more yeah, exactly this one just like all just like just give, just give me yeah give me every time ahsoka showed up like yeah and um and cut out the rest. you know and they're like i think there's like ob1 stuff like they they've tried but they've really been 
I don't know. Yeah. There, there's a lot they could do there. I don't know how complicated it is on the back end, but I can't imagine it's that hard. I don't think it's. I can't imagine. All right, Grant, go. What's your oh, What's your indoor uh, final thought? We know we're getting yeah. Sagrera. Do we think we'll get any Jin Urso in this show at all? Mm-hmm. I don't. Okay. I do not think so. I I just feel like they're trying to make this as clearly like this is Cassian's story. Um, and I just she's not. I, well. Mm. Is she with Saw? At this What's time? her time? No. Is she or no. Is she? No, she got. Ooh, it's no. I think she's. I think there was seven years, if memory serves. Okay, so she left, she was on she her left own. Saw when she's just. Yeah. I don't know. I think she's in a Mimbon prison. No, not Mimbon. Um, yes, Mimbon prison. No. Uh, not Mimbon. It's uh, um Mimbon no, battle. It's, like it's a it's a imperial yeah. prison. Yeah. Mubani, sorry. Mubani yeah. prison. Mubani, yeah. Yeah, Wobani. Um, yeah, there you go. I think that I think she's in Wobani prison right now. And so I think when they mentioned Wobani, that's as close as we're going to get to a Jin Urso reference. However, there uh, we might get Galen Urso. I was wondering if we get a Galen Urso. Like I we might totally it's a Galen huge Urso. jump we to the get a credit. Yeah. But I mean, he's we not always it. on the Death we don't Star, need right? It. Like it's enough. What know, if there's a book what out if, there so what if um, Cyril Karn gets assigned to the Death Star? I mean, I don't know. It would be a weird place to go from like, coming off of fame. Yeah. I Also, here's a quick thought. If if they're... we, I mean, I assume they're going to be successful in their heist. Um, successful meaning they're going to get the money. I don't know yeah. how many people are going to make it out alive. So, you know, it's right. how you define success. But um, I just think they're going to get it. How do we not get a Tarkin at that point? How does that much yeah. money go missing? See, that's what I think. I think I and think Tark is my not big just theory like for the show. My, yeah, my big theory for the show is that, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Nemec's manifesto like makes it into Imperial hands, and that's the thing that would make it to Tarkin's desk, basically, like something like that. Well, you know, yeah. That's the other thing too. Is is that what starts making them realize there really is a true rebellion, right? There's a manifesto now, like like yeah. because I yeah. Grant, I think you're onto something because we we know that Nemec's not making it out of there alive, like let's just so he's <laughs> and he has it on his person. I would assume he's gonna have that, or 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 it's gonna be in the camp and they're discover it. Like yeah, well, it's the I, one thing for them sense. to find, right? Like what these shows right, always yeah. do is there's crumbs that are left for the people hunting them all the time. Especially right? in this That's show. These spy things work, and it's like, yeah. oh, they left yeah. their pen, or oh, they left their watch, or oh, they left this device, or oh, they left that. They're going to leave this notebook. Like, okay, I'm going to use this now and track yeah. them. It's a classic thing, you know? So Yeah. Nothing is nothing in this show. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, in Star Wars in general, there's like not, you know, everything means something um, to some degree. I think, you know, I think we're going to rise pretty high before getting to uh, to Tarkin. You know, yeah. it might just be that yeah, Partagaz yeah, yeah. is our you know, major Partagaz is our guy. I mean, well, I don't know. Yeah, like something that hits Partagaz's desk. He's like, wow, he's going to have to tell someone about a manifesto if he finds it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, well, I guess uh, especially maybe... if a whole sector, if he's in charge of the sector and their entire yeah. world disappeared. Yeah, it's got to go above him, right? So and after, I guess maybe he, that's how you slow play it. So maybe it doesn't show up until the end of the season. It's because he's trying to keep it under wraps. Mm-hmm. Like his whole thing is like, we got to get the money back. We got to figure out who did this before yeah. I have to tell Tarkin. I just love a scene where like Tarkin is walking around reading the manifesto or so. Like that's yeah. almost like a way to introduce <laughs> Tarkin, you know, like 
Yeah. Oh, look what they they're thinking. These you know uh, these underlings who think they can re, you know revolt against us. Like these are their thoughts. These are their ideas. Like I'm going to read yeah. this aloud, and then I'm actually going to take this material and I'm going to brainwash people with it. Yeah. That would really fun way to like twist that it's a great idea man and you know that's a very thrawn thing to do too you know thrawn you know he takes art and interprets it and then uses it against his enemies and uh you know that and and i think tarkin in many ways is cut from the same cloth it's like that's what it takes to Mm -hmm. be an imperial admiral like i love like how much of a boss major partagaz is and i just feel like when they go over his head like we're gonna get even sharper and crazier people like above him. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's gonna be rough. You know, maybe ending in yeah. I mean, Ben Mendelssohn like kind of played Krennic as a little bit of a a blustery, not doofus, like he was a serious man, but didn't really in it belong to the Admiralty, you know, like no self obsessed. Yeah, self obsessed, yeah. but not like real imperial admiralty. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just love that. Just they're like too so ambitious far... for his own good, almost. Yeah. 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 I love that. That like that we can. There's subtleties, but it's like not that subtle. Like you can you can tell there's distinct the distinctions between rank at least so far. Anyways, gosh, just nerding out on rank. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's great, man. That's a, a really good insight, Grant. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, let's talk about. Obi-Wan. I can't believe we got this this comic book. So yeah. uh, Obi-Wan. Do it. Yes, yeah, do it. Common Crystal Comics Corner. All right. Welcome back. And uh and for another segment of Kyber Crystal Comics Corner. We haven't done this in a while. We we got a little bit of catch up to do. Uh, but we're yeah. gonna talk about the Obi-Wan's miniseries, uh, issues one through five by and get ready for this. This is a lot of names. Ketwell, Anito, Ross, uh, Miracolo, Muscabekov, uh, Mello, Lopez, Woodard, Willem, Cheng, Sanchez, Alamara, Karamanga, and Mo- and Noto. <laughs> That's because right. every so issue Chris- had a Christopher Cantwell wrote every all issue of had a different artist. Every... Correct, Adam. Yeah, so Cantwell wrote every issue, but every issue had a different artist and colorist. So just wanted to give everyone their uh, credit where credits do. You guys have favorite art in all of it, but they're all amazing, obviously. But um, was there uh, one issue that like really stood out to you? I think issue four. The oh no, I guess it would have been five. The stormtrooper art I really liked. Oh, that art, yeah. I like that one a lot. Or, uh, um, yeah, that one's really good. I I really liked the art in um even just the first issue. Oh yeah. 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 It's very vibrant. It's very coruscant. It's a little cel shady. Oh, Garen, yeah. uh, like the. Uh, uh, Garen Rand, the fellow. Yeah, uh, that was gets lost in the underworld, and Obi Wan has to save her or tries to go save her, and then he gets embroiled in the underworld plot. That's great. I like. Let's uh, just let's just do an overview in case you haven't the series and are just like curious what's going on with this comic. Um, If you're like a huge Obi Wan fan, I would suggest reading it. Like I am. Definitely. In fact, I kind of wish we were able to cover this at the same time we did Apprentice and the Obi Wan series because they all hold hands uh, beautifully. It's, there's a lot of synergy there. Um, but this, I guess the final episode just sort of came out recently. So uh, yeah. this is uh, old Ben in his hermit hut. <laughs> um, <laughs> you yes. know, waiting out a sandstorm. 
And so this yeah. is the overarching like story. And he's he's writing in his journal. He's doing a little journaling um, as as, you know, Jedi masters in exile do. Um, and so we get as he's writing, he's recollecting five stories, four stories, and then he's living through one, maybe. Um, yeah. And he yeah. So and he's he's jotting them down in his journal. So you get this sort of every episode. He, he's 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 there in his hermit hut um recollecting doing old ben things and then um, and then we jump into these vignettes that go chronologically through his life starting with the crash uh or uh with yeah when he's just a youngling and a tragic yeah. tragic story and then moving on to being a padawan and then being uh two episodes as a general and then one just as him as an old man um and uh yeah it's it's they're fascinating vignettes they all do sort of different things. So, Adam, you were saying you really liked the first one. Yeah, I had, I just, I just weirdly had like a lot of, a lot of notes. Um, on the first one, I just like we see Obi Wan. I guess I think part of the reason why I had a lot of notes is this is the least explored area of Obi Wan is is him as a as a youngling. Yeah. Um, and so I was just oh, really reading it closely. Yeah. Yeah, and we just got um, Apprentice, which yeah. is close. To, well after this age but um yeah but you know he talks a little bit about like what it was like he was always been a little troublemaker um yeah and yeah you're right yeah um yeah and then like we we his friend as we talked about garen rand uh who like the thing i want to like skip to the end is that she leaves the order and the quote from obi-wan is i never saw garen rand again like that's it and i and i googled this she's this is their only appearance so far. Oof. <laughs> yeah, I was actually going to do that, but didn't. Uh, I'm glad you did it, Adam. That's yeah, fantastic. I wanted to check my map. Because <laughs> I was yeah, like, this is it. Does so... he, in fact, never meet Garen Rand again? And then, yeah. not even and, that, but just like, is that no. character having a... Uh, is, no, Garen, Garen Rand is dead. I'm sorry. She's dead. Is that what you think? Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah. I think... I don't, I don't know. It's a great way to introduce a character that you might build on later in the comics, right? Just might be a force user that's out there that we don't know. Could that could, could be have been cool. part of what if she ends up as part of the the path, right? Like post Obi Wan. Like could be, you know, if she found a way to sort of nurture her own force abilities, like you know, yeah. without any like tutelage, you know, those things are sort of wishy washy. For yeah. me, I just you know, this is a, even as a child, he's he's going on noir adventures in Coruscant yeah. right and, uh, uh, and yeah yeah doing it I, barefoot barefoot yes I, that did not go in right around Coruscant essentially he uses mind trick for the first time for the first like, time ever. yeah and he's like a youngling yeah. nails it and wow. he nails it dude he he blew up a Trandoshan like with his mind you know like he yeah. just like force pushed away a Trandoshan like th- th- those are like really strong fighters and he was like you're not a problem for me he did have yeah. to get saved by garen rand um in that battle but he essentially takes on five street thugs as a six-year-old and blows them up or right ten, you know eight-year-old or something um so yeah he's he's great man obi-wan's great then we jump to my favorite issue all right yeah number two after the Garen Rand uh, leaves the order and Yoda, you know, makes Obi-Wan sweep up the <laughs> floor. Uh, uh, I love two mainly because it's 
Qui-Gon and Obi- Obi-Wan again. Just oh, yes. Who on loves Qui-Gon? And it's a pretty meaty comic. Like it's pretty it's a great story and the art is stunning. And uh it's just really fun to see Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon on this mission. And I love the personality. I love Obi's personality where he gets he's just always didact didactic and, and scientific about everything. And Qui-Gon's like just stay focused. Like there's people like stay focused, like on the mission, like stop like analyzing yeah. everything. It's like analysis yeah. paralysis with you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I love that because I really think that's true in real life is like when you're not focused on yourself, you're focused on helping other people. A lot of good things happen to mm. you and to people around you. Like, and that's Qui-Gon's deal, man. He's just like, no, we're here to help other people. And we see that later on, uh, be a guiding star for Obi-Wan in the clone. But then again, the quest itself was like very sci-fi. It was very like a hard yeah, sci-fi yeah, super sci-fi. quest. And I was like, wait, this is Obi-Wan's domain. He's he's actually secretly the hard sci-fi he's, Jedi. He is. Yeah. He's he's a bit of a techie. Uh, yeah, that you don't really realize. You don't realize. Uh, also, he doesn't want to be either. He it, actually denounces all the tech he interacts with, but yeah. that's because he has tech-infused stories all the time. <laughs> that's yes, right yeah uh it also has a, a devil in it which is the werewolf or devils oh, yeah that was a great poll and yeah it was i i was like i, I truly terrible like it, it's it's the one Art from the cantina right like it's not it's and it's not the same character but like i remember as a kid that cantina scene where it just cuts to a werewolf and i'm like <laughs> there are werewolves what? in this universe now Oh, They're no. called devils, Adam. Yeah, <laughs> not six-year-old Adam. That was a werewolf because I saw that mask in the Halloween stores. I know. Rosak. You know. Rosak. Sure, he was behaving like a predator, but he was really, at his heart, just a house pet. Yeah. Um, and a, and a snuggly friend. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool. I was like, wow, werewolves and like, yeah, blackouts. Yeah, we're doing the Rick Baker comic. That's what they were doing right now, and it was great. Yep. Yeah. So I loved the um, I love the Clone Wars episodes. I love that like this is a bottomless well they can go to is just like churn yeah. out like oh yeah and then this battle happened and then this battle happened like you can never like I hope they tell Clone Wars stories for the next twenty years like because they can and uh, yeah I I just thought it was really great I mean the yeah the first the first one was very good like he he talks about commander cody and how like he misses him as a friend he's like even though he tried to kill me but then again a lot of my friends do yeah that was a great <laughs> line yeah yeah um yeah poor obi um but i i just really i really like diving back into the clone wars uh and and they went right at the you know the crux of what we talk about on the show all the time which is just like how are you monks you're monastic you are right you know like peacekeepers at your core and then get folded into becoming generals and um you know Cantwell just went right at that with yeah your your monks that carry laser swords yeah and it's like how does obi-wan come to peace with that and yeah ultimately it was the teachings of qui-gon which is just like my job is to help people and i'm going to do what i can to help people and like that focus of like i'm going to help the clones around me like helps him survive um but yeah. there is the creeping darkness too right absolutely but it, it's a great story because it's it's a it's 
in a weird way, a somewhat untold story. Um, we get a little bit in some of the books, but just like we we see him at the end of episode two and then we flash forward to episode three. And then even in the Clone Wars cartoon, we pretty much get like General Kenobi from the jump. Like he's just yeah. in it. Right. Like we don't really get this him transitioning from being a monk to a general. Right. And I like that we get this in, in, internal monologue of just that exactly what you're talking about. It's a, it's a also, you don't story. wish for your Padawan turned best friend, you know, fellow Jedi Knight to feel like, uh, or or basically to to act with aggression or to feel a sense of aggression yeah. during wartime, and yet Anakin gets triggered left and right, and Obi Wan is just standing by, and it's just oh. that is stuff that like I don't think we really get enough of almost in Clone Wars, like. Obi Wan yeah. witnessing Anakin's like yeah. uh, steepening himself in hatred and mm-hmm. aggression. We don't. Really, yeah, I don't know. There's like more I think to say there. I, yeah, so you're yeah. referring to Episode Four now, which I think actually, upon revision, is my favorite episode because it, it is pretty the close Apocalypse Now. There, episode. it's so good. I, it really is. It's just Apocalypse Now, but amazing. Like they, it's it's yeah. a it's a classic it's story. Obi Wan and Anakin go visit Colonel Kurtz, and it's I, yeah. I guess a Monte. Yeah, hey, if, I forget the guy's name. Yeah, they even hate. Was yeah. he bald? Oh yeah, he was bald. Yeah. yeah. Away because of course, hey, did Colonel Billing. Kurtz make a sword out of out of bones? Like. He has a sword made from clone troopers' bones. Yeah. That when he said that, I was like, Yikes. I put the comic down and took a breath, and then I picked the comic <laughs> me too. back up. Yeah, and it like, shook me. Yeah, it actively shook me. I was like, this is, like oh. I just thought Andor was dark today, and then like you know, right? Ste- uh, Skeen's story, and then I read this comic, and I was like, oh no, 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 no. this is far darker. Yeah, I threw up in my mouth. I mean, like he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was terrible. Wait, and Obi Wan's like, response is, "What was swamp? his name?" Like when they greet Anakin and Obi Wan, and Obi Wan and Anakin immediately hand over their lightsabers because they're like, "These guys have the drop on us." They were basically like uh, amphibious soldiers, like in yeah. the swamp water. I mean, yeah, it was. I thought that was great because it's almost. Like a, I, I almost like yeah. that would be a great addition yeah. to you in Apocalypse Now, like just the idea of like soldiers that like live in bog water. It's like yeah, they didn't they didn't even try to hide it like they even like they had to go through a jungle on a riverboat like yep <laughs> yeah, like it was we're not it only no. ended at a Sith temple which makes a lot of sense a Sith temple they even comment yeah. on that they're like this was a you know a temple used by the dark side you know yeah faction this will complicate matters but yeah back to what you were saying yeah it'd be hard uh, to pull him out of his darkness because he's sitting on a throne in a dark side temple it's like a Colonel yeah. Kurtz who found a <laughs> yeah. Sith temple. Yeah. Yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, you just sit there and brood. That's what you do, and, and that's <laughs> with a sword yeah. made of clone, clone trooper. Yeah, yeah. your yeah, your enemies, bones. your phone, <laughs> former allies. <laughs> like, our takeaway tonight is we're all like walking away Leak. from this podcast, petrified. Terrified. Yeah, it yeah. is spooky. It's, it's a spooky season, so that's you know that's good. But yeah, you're right because there is another parallel because like you know Colonel Kurtz, they were all killing themselves, right? But uh, spoiler alert. Um, but, uh, you know, his former allies were the clones and he was killing clones. And so there's a lot of, there's a huge parallel there. And I just love the game. I was like, nope, this is going to be, this is going to be straight up like, like apocalypse now. So heart of darkness, baby. Um, yep. But, um, yeah. So, but no, back to what you were saying, Grant, about the relationship between Obi-Wan and Anakin, yeah, it, it like I loved that moment where he was just like, I'm I admire 
Anakin so much because like Anakin even here in the late stages of the wars is being very virtuous and just like I'm not we're not going to kill people like that's what separates us from them you know this is these are the lines that he creates in his mind to rationalize you know being a Jedi slaughtering machine in wartime right um and and he's like I'm so proud of you and he you know he thought about the first time what it means to kill like really like in a comic book you're going to talk about like Obi-Wan's inner monologue about what it means to kill someone like really sure, really he heavy stuff guy and then Obi-Wan's like no it's okay it's okay. That's yeah. like the comic book. And I was like, whoa. But that's very that much old Ben, right? Like, that's just like, I'm, you know, he's has um, empathy for everyone, even his foes. And like, but especially right, right. for his best friend, you know, slash brother, slash, you know, son. And, um, you know, and he's just like, it's such a burden to take a life. And like, he's, you know, Anakin's like, there's no way I'm killing this guy. There's no way. And like, of course, he's just like knee jerk reaction killed someone. Yeah. Killed yeah. Because he's like, I didn't control my actions. I just like killed the guy because yeah. he was attacking Obi Wan. So. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, oof. Uh, so yeah, heavy hitting series so far, and then we get um a really surprising episode five where we get old Ben um old Ben era and but we yeah. have. A, a sort of Tuscans are stealing energy supplies from the empire, the small contingent of Imperials on Tatooine. And so the, you know, the force is sent out to recover the, these energy supplies and hilarity ensues. And yep. by hilarity. And um, ambushed. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Stormtrooper yeah. genocide. Yeah. yeah. They uh, yeah. effed around and found out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was and, bad news for stormtroopers. Yeah, totally. It's it's a great story. Like I like I like the idea of of you know Ben finding a wounded stormtrooper and still being Same. Kenobi. Like I have to help this person. And yeah, really does. And and just the, I love that we get a hello there. We get a classic hello there. <laughs> yeah, when the yeah. stormtrooper wakes up. Yeah, yeah. and I have just a question. Takes, I love the yeah. Why does your question he, probably gonna be the I same mean, as my question? Yeah, is it why does he leave his lightsaber in an awesome lightsaber stand in the corner of his room? That is not my question, but I, I that's not the question I had, but I did have that question as well. It is I like I think he just makes it seem yeah. as if it's just one of the many things he's scavenged on Tatooine, one of the many trinkets. Oh, interesting. Stand. Yeah. And so it's it's just, so the stormtrooper doesn't like, think he's a Jedi or doesn't perceive he's yeah. a Jedi. Yeah. It's well, just, he plays it off awesome. He's like, "Take yeah. it." Take it. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, even though like a lightsaber to anyone would be precious, whether you're a Jedi or not. But yeah, they have um they have a box set. I'm seeing this is another non sequitur. Um, I I don't know where. Wait, it's does on this comic from. get to name the EOP though? Yes, oh. it does name the OP. It's like it names the OP. Is this the first time the OP has been named? It is for me. Uh, as far it as is. I know, yeah. It is it's like I don't know what it is, but something? I think it's in this issue because it looks like a pretty old EOP. It is in this like issue from yeah. Obi Wan, basically. Or actually, I think it's an issue one. I think it's when he's talking about the storm coming, and the OP oh, yes. it, and senses it. Has, it. Like, head. Yeah. That's big for this um, comic. That's oh, big. a Connie. Sorry, I got it. It's a Connie. Now we know. Yeah, and no, his buddy a Connie, and I have a feeling like he also so like. Um, homeboy that that Imperial took off on Akani, but you know Akani is like home. second billing right. in the Obi Wan Kenobi show. <laughs> yes, yeah. 
Weirdly says yeah. his only Cody's only yeah. appeared in Obi Wan Part One, Obi Wan Part Six, Obi Wan Issue One, and Obi Wan Issue Five. Apparently, we only have four appearances for Akani. You mean like so? It's a different uh, EOB. No, I think it's uh, just I think Obi Wan Live Action. I think it's the same. I'm, I think that's the privilege of this comic. He gets to name the EOP. Yeah, yeah. I, I want that EOP to live forever. Yeah. So I need help with the ending of this comic. All right. You mean the what? harboring of a stormtrooper in your hut? And no, 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 like literally the last the three, the last three panels of this comic. What okay. am I saying? So they just jumped forward. It was like, and you know yeah. how it ends. I die at the hands of Darth Vader. Like I, I think that was all. Oh, okay. So You're we're never on Death Star alone last either, or something. And yeah, last like... two panels are then the Death Star, and those are like. Those what are his threw boots. me off was the first one is just his cloak flapping at, in the wind at the doorway. Yeah, Darth Vader at the doorway, but he's not wearing that cloak. Yeah, it's it's so amorphous. It looks like it's like coming off him. You don't really see any of Obi Wan. Yeah, but it's like and then you're right. I, he's like he's sort of heading. I think he's heading back out into the desert. But like the cloak drops and then the cloak. Oh, drops the cloak. The oh, it's being OK. Yeah. The top of the page, it's hung next to the door. So literally, you're right. It's just he walked out and fell off of it. And then it cuts uh, to the Death Star. Thank you. Thank you for yeah. the help, because I looked at it for like five minutes. and I'm like, I don't understand. Like someone came to his hut, Vader. And no, thank you. No, no, Got it. Yeah. All right. It was very metaphorical totally. and whimsical and a little, yeah. a little aggressive. If I'm going to be picky, which I am. <laughs> you're like, it's precious Obi-Wan. Yeah, I mean, like it's okay. Like we know. I mean, I guess that he just wanted that full circle. But sure. to me, after reading this, I want another twenty episodes of this. Like well, of the whooshing of a cape falling to the floor sounds like a sandstorm in the sort of ebb and flow of good and evil, and light and dark. So like maybe that was yeah. the like poetic sort of connection. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. No, it was. They were all connected beautifully. I mean, with like the general ethos of Obi Wan Kenobi. I mean, it yeah, was masterfully written. Um, it and really it was, was a beautiful yeah. five episode arc and it was fun and it was new and it was fresh and like it, it did all the things I, I enjoyed. I, I couldn't have enjoyed this more, I don't think. Um, but no, that's great. That yeah. said, I want more of it. So keep going. Uh, I'm surprised great. we don't do like Obi-Wan, you know, in the trials. I'm still trying to swear Jedi trials. Are we done with that whole like the, right? the whole idea of Jedi trials? Is that over? I, it gets mentioned, but I it we've that's it. That's like, it. Every so often they'll still mention it. Yeah. Like, didn't they? No, they almost did it with Ahsoka, but then they well, like Fallen Order is kind of fun because you go into like a danger room with your master or something. I remember in that game, and I was like, oh, it's like this is kind of what I'm thinking. I'm like, but not a not a danger room, just some sort of elaborate, I don't know, puzzle space. I don't know. I, yeah, I kind Every... of feel like yeah. No, go please ahead, go, uh, Adam. Please. I'm sorry. I just always read it as like trials is like a, it's just a metaphorical term, meaning like your trials yeah. are individual to you based on your experiences. Like it's totally. some are like like I think we see it a bit at the beginning of like the higher yeah. public. Because right. that's all you ever like just going to certain, Right. There are trials that are like these... going to certain worlds and stuff like that. But I just thought in the temple there was sort of like. I don't know, sort of internal games right. and. uh, uh progression systems and i don't know like yeah stuff in inside the temple in terms. i think there is a uniform trial for sure because they didn't always have these so 
like right. Obi-Wan Kenobi's trial ended up being Maul, but it was like a weird honorific. Okay, you passed trial. Right, there is like going to play like field promotions. Yeah, conflicts yeah. On, Luke's on trial was defeating planet. Vader. And right. So he did yeah. that, you know, but they were like they were all honorary. And then there was all the battle promotions that were done. Battlefield promotions in the Clone Wars. Those don't really count. But I think there is an actual set of Jedi trials that we've never seen. Yeah. Isn't there a test yeah. to then go on to get a knight, basically, like to be a Padawan, essentially? Isn't there like a trial to even be accepted into like uh, tutelage or something? something? I don't know. So we, we got a little bit in Dooku Jedi Lost. They talked about that phase, but it was sort of like you get nominated and then you get drafted by Masters. Yeah, that's fascinating to me. Yeah. We're, we need the Jedi show. Tony Gilroy needs to jump over to the Jedi show. Let's go. Right after this, yeah, let's, let's get into every nook and cranny of that oh, temple. Yeah, so ever since so Wheel of Time has been a off-air theme that we've talked about um, in the past, um, and yeah, Adam's reading it now. I, spoiler alert. Yeah, I'm almost done with book do, two. We finally get, like, uh, I yeah, I finally finished it after, like, 10, like, 15 years off in between, like, the middle of the series, um, and... The, but they have like for A.S. Adai, which is essentially, essentially the Jedi of this high fantasy world. It, they're only women and men join too. It's a different thing. Um, but they, they had they had. Um, <laughs> I, I figured. Uh, but they have they, they talked about the A.S. Adai trials and they find yeah. that they do actually show the trials yeah, nice. in, um, in a later thing. And I was like, OK, I'm like that. I'm like, it was exactly what I expected for like a jedi trial where it's like it's in phases it's very psychological you face your yeah. worst fears like that sort of thing you know yeah that uh, makes sense and we do get trials and other stuff like in dune right like we get the the um why am i blanking on the name of the of the the better jesuit uh yeah uh, trials so you get like yeah. the you have the you know hand in the box on, mine is the main bar yeah fear is yeah. the yep yep fear is the mine Slayer, blah blah blah. Um, sorry. That's, yeah, that's so a, it can be done, a, and it should be yeah. done someday. It, it, that's yeah. just something that's kicking around on a Pablo Hidalgo's floor somewhere, and he just oh, got to sure. pick it up. Yeah, it's one of the things that they. I think they want to when they do it, they want to make sure they get it right. Because, but that was like the beat of canon, the story. That maybe, yeah, would be fun to elaborate on. Is like, I don't know when he's like, when Obi Wan's like fourteen or fifteen or something. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Still, yeah. uh, oh, I and mean, Qui Gon, sort of like before Qui Gon or something, the end of being a youngling or something. I don't know, whatever that, that I know. Year. It's but it's really the real one is from Padawan to Jedi Knight, right? Yeah, and I don't know. So, who would be a good candidate to show that because we can't show Obi Wan because we know his fate. We it can't be Kane and Jarrus, we know his fate. Ezra, I mean, it's got to be like a, a prequel era. Yeah, we don't know right. many younglings, right? I mean, maybe where's the Mace Windu show? Why don't, you do young, why don't you do young Mace Windu? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Or do you just do High Republic? Like, go back to High Republic just because you can yeah. tell a story there that's like right ongoing, but, kind I of. No, but to like really make it hit, like that could just be a. I mean, it would be great in High Republic, and that. that well, actually, no, I know what you mean. Like, what is yeah. the big, I want to see a contemporary. Like the, yeah, what's yeah. the big moment? What's the big moment in those right. shows? Or like, what do you do? I don't know. Yeah, we got to go back to like the Sith War or something. Honestly, they reference the Sith War that that um the temple in Obi Wan Kenobi. They said this would be a hideout during the Jedi Sith Wars. That was yeah. mentioned. Oh, also, yeah, definitely. 
So that's like they're, yeah, they 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 you know, love they're mentioning it. Hints. Yeah, they love mentioning it, but boy, do they don't ever want to show us it. Like, come on. Oh, they they're just gonna <laughs> wait it. to do it right. They're waiting to do yeah. it. Yeah, that's my hope. Yeah, these comics are fantastic, though. I really did love. Yeah, the, uh... I love comics yeah. day. I love that we're doing them in full arcs well, now because well. it's just fantastic. It's it's uh it's really Good. fun to read them all back to back to back, and you get this like beautiful. Yeah. Literally beautiful story, like visually beautiful and gorgeous tapestry of yeah, ones, yeah. memories. Uh, yeah, looking ahead, we got we got a little bit of uh, leftover onesie twosies because it's their arcs are oh. weird. So I think we have like two issues of Bounty Hunters and two issues of Darth Vader we need to cover. So we can do those next week. We Wait, because those finish up the arc of Crimson Rain, right? Like part of the arc of Crimson Rain. It's all weird. It's so strange. I'm not quite 100, percent but based on what everything I was able to find, and then. Once we do those, we're off for a while because the new arcs start. And so I think the next one ends in December. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, so. I see. I see. All of the. So then we're caught up. And then, yeah, the new stuff starts. That's weird yeah. how we missed those arcs by two episodes. But um, I know. Yeah, so well, it's because it wasn't clear where the break was for Crimson Rain because they don't. Right. Uh, they don't. It's it's okay. not super transparent sometimes with the comics. Right. So it'll I'm be more of an old school cut yeah. crystal comics corner. A couple of issues. Um, yeah. Two, yeah, we'll do four issues from two different arcs. Um sure. Yeah, you know, like two and two. Uh, and that'll be great. And so that'll be tagged on to you. I I have to think that episode six is gonna be it's the mid season finale, whatever. Um, yeah. of Andor is going to be monstrous. There's a lot of stuff we're going to talk about then. So maybe we'll yes. do two different episodes. And if you want to dip in on the comics, you can. You should. Uh, They're great. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, we'll tie those in. Um, and then the uh, High Republic is firing back up, right? Did that just actually Path of Path of, did that drop that on Tuesday? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Came out on Tuesday. So we'll cover that not next okay. week, but the week after. Okay. Um, yep. Yeah, and it's uh so far so good. About twenty percent of the way through it. Oh, so you're you're into it already? Okay, I I'm slow in it. I'm doing about five percent a day. Yeah. Cool. I'm uh, I'm gonna pick that up and um and do it. So two weeks. We'll talk about that. You should if you're not reading um Higher Public, and you like words on pages. Do it, man. It's so fun. Yeah, it's so great. And you're not lost at this point. This is the perfect yeah. time to start reading Higher Public because, um. Yeah. It's a it's, it's jumping to a prequel version of the same era that yep. uh, we were in yeah. in the in phase one. So um, you can and, hop exactly. in now. And if you yeah, and if you want to read some uh, debate on what the force is and how the force should be used and what balance means, you should read this book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, absolutely. we can't end the show yet because we have uh, a special cool. presentation of uh, a new game. That is themed around Andor, so stay tuned for our game segment that will end the show. Look, good against remotes is one thing. Good against the living, that's something else. All right, welcome to our game of the evening. Uh, this is just going to be, uh, you know, your regular old trivia uh, match, but um, let's call it Andor the Question. I'm going to ask questions. You guys will answer. Each question is worth one point. Some questions could be worth two, depending on difficulty. Um, right. Obviously, we do our classic buzz-in me- method where you raise your hand or, I don't know, just sort of uh, wave a limb. Say buzz. 
Or say buzz as we've yeah. known to do, or yeah. play a sound. I, I like the hand raise thing, even though right. listeners can't hear right. it. Okay. Um, then it's, you call on the person to raise their hand first. Yeah. It's implied. Um, I like the hand raise. All right, yeah. let's do it. First question, I'll let you know which questions are worth two uh, before we before I give the next question, if they are indeed uh, proven to be difficult. Um, okay, who does Lieutenant Blevin put in charge of the Imperial headquarters on Ferrix? Oh, great question. Yeah. Oh, I can picture him. I know he's a jerk. I, I, he only cares about yeah. wearing, he's but like, promotion. you can wear a ball gown. a title. Yeah, he wants the title change, even though it doesn't come with any. Yeah. You know, I didn't take pictures of the, uh, I usually take pictures of the cast listing at the end of the thing so I can like talk about him. This is Andor yeah. theme trivia. It's from all episodes, but this is again from the most recent episode, episode five. Yeah. The act, yes, I know. Uh, I know. What's his name? Yeah, I, I got nothing. I got nothing. I don't even have a. This could be a low. This could be a low-scoring game. Uh, Captain Tigo. Captain Tigo. Sure. All right. Your I'll character. never forget it now. Never. Uh, what is the name of the milk that Nemec shares with Cassian before they hike to the Imperial installation? Oh, I missed that too. I missed <laughs> nope. it too. Not gonna get that. <laughs> I I know it's very potent. I yeah, and he like didn't even finish it. He's like, drink your milk. It's like Dre, Xanadu milk. Dre milk. Dre. Dre, Dre milk. milk. All right. Yeah, I can imagine that. Um, what yeah. are the uh, what is the rebel team stealing on Eldani? Gold. Straight yeah. cash uh, only. The the the, uh, the payment for the sector. The yeah, a full yeah. sector. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I didn't raise I, my I, hand. We're like, I, we immediately. Sector, uh, Adam pretty much got the closest to Luthen's verbatim line. What they're taking. Um, okay, Adam, I'll give you that. Yeah, like we immediately okay. abandoned raising hands. I just don't think because we're, I don't think, I have a feeling like we're not going to be rushing to answer. What has the Empire <laughs> done? My brain to is Gorman. racing. What has the Empire yeah. done to Gorman? Who's Gorman? The planet of Gorman. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, oh, that, oh, that's I, when they flooded the, the uh, pitch trees or something. They um, scoured its its resources. <laughs> You're just gonna and start this... talking. Sorry. Yeah, we're. Just, I'm just talking now. You're just I'm, gonna okay. That's I'm multiple throwing... answers. This I'm is this is Skeev's home planet, right? Uh, Gorman is actually uh, no, mentioned mentioned by Mon Mothma when talking to Perrin. Oh, Gorman! Oh, we're <laughs> doing all of them. Oh, sorry, Hyandra's. Hyandra's. Yeah. Bed. Go. Right, go They're. Well, I mean, it, it's the same old story, right? They're, oh, we know their hyperlane was cut off, so they're not yeah. able to get cut some... off shipping routes. Oh, that's right. All right. Yeah. Um, and there's also, right, so... I think, silence protests, but I don't think they, I don't know if they said that. Or not. I mean, um, I, it gave me a hint there. So... What species yeah. is, what alien species is Vetch? <sighs> what is the well, name of his species? Oh, Vetch, have... my guy. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> I love him. Did they He's mention my favorite it in the episode, right? One. Don't they, do they say his species in the episode or no? I, I don't know. It's like, a, yeah, I'm not going to say it's not a carcass. Right? Like, what? Oh. what is it? Say it again. Uridel? 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 What is the name of the celestial event that the Abdani observe every three years? Oh, oh man. The. 
It's the shower. Uh, shower it, the... It's not called the curtain, right? Oh, <laughs> oh man, I'm worried. I can hear those two, the two uh, Imperials saying, "If we the this this uh, in Eldani for two points." <laughs> okay. If you know it in Eldani, uh, uh, two points. If you know it just in Galactic Basic, one point. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> the, the curtain though this is a two pointer this is a chance for two points it's like this it's not the star fall also i can also tell you the character if you guys need to like uh oh, i know what you're talking about man yeah. i just <laughs> yeah <laughs> lieutenant gorn says both of these things he says both answers yeah in five right in one line <laughs> That I missed completely. In four, I believe. In four? Yes. He also, I think, because I think the 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 two people he's talking to in episode five, the the two officers, they mention it. Yeah. They, mention it. they say the non, they say the basic. And, and in episode two, they run through the whole thing. Like, they give the whole, like, history of the event and talk about it. Like, it's it's been mentioned, like, four times. The I'm just gonna let us just cook shower, here. Right? The, I guess uh, I'm blanking on it. The Eye of Aldani is what it's called. Oh, is that it? I thought is it that it? Right. I would have called the Eye several times by people. The Eye. All right. Yeah, I never would have gotten that. What's it in Aldani? Says, Gorn also says what it is in Aldani, which is Makani. Yeah. What is it? Which is that would be two points if someone did that. You, you talked over got, Adam. What what was it, Grant? Make Makani Braydani if you if you memorize that line. Okay. I did remember him saying that's, that's, like, that's a rhyming. Yeah. Mekani that's a tough Braydani. trivia answer. Um right. One for one. The, all right. The, all right. Let's go back to let's go back to some easier one. Uh, I guess how many Imperials are stationed at the Imperial Garrison on Eldani? I uh, uh I want to say twenty four troopers. No, I was say eighteen. 40? Oh, Ben, ding, 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 ding. forty man, red. Forty. Well done. They say yeah. One more. Um, what? Okay. Oh, I was thinking uh, of she. I was thinking of She Hulk. Ben, is that two 18. now for you and one for Adam yeah. at this point? Yeah. Okay. Ben's got two. Uh, ben. Uh, okay. Let's go to the next one. Ben's two. Uh, just pulling ahead there. Uh, what ship are they hijacking to abscond with the Imperial payroll? What is the ship? What's it called? Well, what class ship is it? Oh, I mean, I don't know, bro, because it's like rail launched. I don't know. I know it's like. rail it's, launched. It's, it's not a Lambda yeah. class shuttle, right? So it's a different class. Oh, because it's an older class. And uh, and uh, Cassian knows how to pilot it. I, I don't got it. I, I don't have it. Yeah, no, I I said the rail system like but what, now i got well, what yeah what class ship is it though that we know these ships like we know all the classes of ships though if you just say one no. you're probably right honestly well it's not it's it's not lambda class right well is i it? guess like what type of ship is it you know is it a, it's a freighter yeah that's that's part of the answer like the second it. the box freighter box freighter is uh, okay rono cassian calls it at one point i almost I almost wouldn't make that two points. I'm like, if you if you called it a Rono, calls it a yeah, Rono. sure. <laughs> You're making a million points. Doesn't matter. It is an acronym. <laughs> what is the shipyard called on Ferrix? 
<laughs> the like remote shipyard or no or the the place where they're scrapping the vehicles or where where cassian takes the ship cassian and returns steals the ship. ships yeah yeah oh that that shipyard yeah yeah um kelly's roast beef yeah <laughs> i mean oh, that's kelly's roast beef for it and henceforth that's what we're calling it on this podcast <laughs> and stay tuned for that because like the vibe is very <laughs> kelly's roast beef yeah totally <laughs> Amazing regional reference that not many people will understand. No one will understand, but I feel like hearing Uh, Kelly's roast beef should pretty much tell you everything you need to know. Zorby's Western Ship Lot. I was so close. Zorby's Western Ship Ship Lot. lot. Discount. What what did Skeen's brother farm? Uh, Trees. At a point. Oh man, you jumped out in front of me. Wait, they were pitch trees, though, right? Huh? Were they pepper trees? trees? Pepper, pepper trees. trees. Pepper, pepper trees, right? Pepper trees. Uh, in pepper episode four, we witness Major Partagas grill Captain Legret about his unfinished memorandum to settle the conflict on Arvala Six. Two very notable characters in the Star Wars canon meet in the Arvala system. Can you name these two characters? So outside of Andor Cannon. Outside yeah. of Andor Cannon. In the Arvala two characters, super notable characters meet for the first time in the the Arvala system. It's not Dr. Arvala, Afra, Darth it's Vader. not Arvala six, it's Arvala seven that they meet on. Uh, oh Arvala uh, seven. Yeah. Win loss and not as we um, are. I could tell the difference. No, super I guess um, you know, uh, st- spotlight characters, characters that are well known in the brand right now. Oh, go to brand icons. Crud. I was gonna say, yeah, I did say uh, Vader and Afra, but um, Armala. They for the very first time. Uh, Caleb Dune and uh, Harrison Dula. No. Um. um I don't, is it? Is it? Mm. Arvala. I can't even think of her name because I, I I was gonna say it's I'm thinking of like can't like old, old original trilogy characters right now. I'm thinking of uh Obi-Wan. <laughs> oh, because you're you saying notable characters. Answer. Oh man. All right. It's gonna be like Chewbacca and uh and Han Solo. Yeah. Uh, Han and Lando. In the Arvella system? I don't uh, know. Um, these characters were created recently, if that helps. Okay. They're not prequel characters. They're not original trilogy characters. They're not uh, sequel trilogy characters. Are they higher streaming, public characters? Streaming, streaming characters. So is it Ice Cube Jr. and... It's it's the there. Other one, no? Again, they're sort of icons of the brand itself right now. They are have huge recognition. Oh, Mandalorian and the Child? Yes, done. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Grant, you couldn't you couldn't you couldn't yes, give us any yes. better hints. Wait, I love how you're like, you're like yeah. icons. Just icons of the, the brand. The path with gold I'm there. Literally read my child little golden book, <laughs> the Mandalorian. This is the way book tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and then like 
What could you possibly mean? Like icons, current icons. Yeah. Did they mention the Arlani system in that little that, that golden book or no? No, it's very basic. <laughs> that one. That one's not Arvala. great, to be Arvala. honest. I mean, if you really want to put a kid to sleep, I mean, start talking about like the, you know, thrust ratio of like, you know, inverted <laughs> couplings or whatever. All right. Two points. What is the ISB mission statement? Go. Uh, we are uh, a healthcare system. Yeah. Oh no, the actual mis- like the, the, the actual one she mission- read. Actually, yeah, it's actually one sentence. Is it? I thought it was Two. like a long sentence. Though. It was like it's one like, long sentence. It's one, yeah. To, it's like gather information on those who would harm the empire. That's a good guess, Adam. That's better than I could do. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty. I good. was gonna say something like that, but like stupider. We're uh, we're here to further secure security objectives by collecting yeah. intelligence, providing useful analysis, and conducting effective covert action. Yeah, yeah. She it's says like the CIA, baby. It's, yeah, but as we all know, she's wrong. So why does it matter? And it's probably instead of we're here, it's probably our mission is to I mean, further security. Yeah. Don't don't it's I so, get a point here. because I gave you the Pentagas version? No. <laughs> All right. No, no. I think we're. we're I mean, wait. How many points? I think. I think. I think. uh, I think we're tied up right now. I think it's three three right now. So three three. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah, I believe it is three three. Let's let's do one tiebreaker. See if we can do it. Um, I'm gonna give one. I'm gonna do one that uh might lean into Ben's sort of specialty, and then one that will lean into sort of Adam's specialty. Right. I don't know. Let's see which is which when I. Get I had a feeling we're going to end up being tied 4-4, and then we're just never going to end. Where did Cassian enter the employ of the Empire, and how old was he when he became a compulsory serviceman? Like, uh, he was 16, and it was Mimbom? Yeah. First, when did he first enter the employ of the First. Empire? Oh, he was first entered the employ. Oh, I don't know. I mean, if unless you're saying it was 13. Or I guess, like I guess slave labor. compulsory service. That when, would be when did, 13. When did Cassian enter compulsory service of the Empire, I guess? 13, right? Yep. They learned that this episode. Yeah. That's, but yeah. I didn't think it was compulsory. Two points I, get where. Anyway. It was, yeah, you get a lot of things. I mean, I would have guessed what Adam guessed. It was like, that's when he started fighting for the Empire. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I put employ, because it's like. He's, okay. He's that, was, that, was being, that was the rub. Okay. I, yeah. Well, all right. I well, guess yeah, the, I'm not going to get it's this, it's sip, about it. I'm also a Sippo for two points if you could get where. Sippo. But um, all right, one more. Yeah. Um, one more. Yeah. This one. This one's a, a Ben one here. Um, <laughs> that was yours. Um, that was. Well, okay. Adam did say he went to a, a juvenile uh, center earlier when we were talking on the episode. So I thought that was like. Was already well, yeah, I just I um, mean, I don't want to get pedantic. So let's just move on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, what yeah. is Luthen Rail's ship? What, uh, what I don't names? know. It's, it's awesome. His Classic. ship is awesome. I get a point. <laughs> he names there's his ship is named. Well, it's no the, the class, like what it is. Oh. What it is. I we, should have been paying better attention. I know, like, uh, the Cassian says it right. We said the word earlier in the episode in our discussing along with the 38,000 other words we said um <laughs> in two hours yeah of recorded planet. Time. we named we named this planet earlier it's part of the ship name fondor really it's like a fondor class fondor <laughs> hullcraft that's what i mean fondor you gotta give it to, yeah, you gotta give yeah. It. yeah 
I'll give you, you a give that. Ben. Wow, I mean, half points on yeah. both of those. So Ben's going to take a well full done. point to just come in the win, get the win at the end there. Well played. Yeah. Okay. What a game. Well done. What a That's game. impressive. Well met. That's fun. Yeah, that was fun. I, I love that we're digging back into Andor because there's so much. There's so much. I was like, I was like, I could make trivia out of Andor thus far, just be given how much they've. Done. You could have done it with just one episode if you wanted. To. One episode. I know. It's kind of crazy. It is. It really is. That All was right. fun. Fuck wild. All right, we're out, guys. Um, this was great. Thank you. If you're still listening to us right now, um, we love you with every cell in our being. Um, it's uh, it was great. It was a fun time. Yeah. Next, we'll talk. We'll, we'll play some catch up with some um, comics, and we will talk about Andor Six, which I want my dinner party, and that's all. I'm gonna say. <laughs> Sorry, so uh, yeah, may the force be with you, and also may Slimewar come to all your dinner parties. This is Grex Kondak signing off for the latest breaking news. Follow at Core World News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you and good night. Remember. Force will be with you always. Core World News on there. I well, that's thing is i feel like now that we're getting like andor's being successful and it's a it's a different type of star wars show and i i'm hoping with that being successful and the mandalorian being successful the lesson they're taking is like variety like we can have all these yeah. things we have this like synth wave lando show and the acolyte can be really dark and like we can allow them to the creators to be creative yeah we need the to and, differentiate andor, from i mean marvel is like my main yes and yeah. and and mandalorian like kind of brushes up against the the line sometimes it's popcorny it's just yeah what if lando gets to be a little like sex in the city and he gets to like meet a lot of uh you know people and have illustrious like, relationships you know all over the galaxy like would that not be fantastic like that would be fantastic yeah that would be yes, <laughs> that would absolutely that. be fantastic you know yeah the writing uh the caliber uh, of tony gilroy and dan gilroy on Andor. i would love a lando series where it's almost dating it's uh, sportsman being a sportsman, uh, yeah. gambling, day in the life, flying right. in the Millennium Falcon. It's like it's so yeah. much that show could be so fun. Oh, my gosh, you're so right. I'm trying to think of like what the analog would be, but it's just like one of those people whose lives is so crazy that you can't yeah. like he's just day to day thing is like he's hustling, then he's hustling, then he's meeting people and he's making deals and he's doing side it's deals. Like a Scorsese picture. It's like Goodfellas yeah. or like Casinos. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. That oh, that would be amazing, but with Lando, like Casino or you know, um, yep. Scarface, <laughs> but just like but Lando, but it's yeah, but synthwave. <laughs> yeah. Just do, just do like the episode, just do the show twenty four again, but it's just twenty four hours of him just getting wrapped up in this, like just one day of him like at the like just starts off in the casino and just like yeah, I would also every like minute of that man's charm, day. Too. Lando full charming most like uh, interactions where he just gets out scot free yeah. and he's like full charm. Like I made yeah. it through the situation. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's gonna be. I, I don't know. It's not even that thing doesn't even have a date or like. I guess it has a director, but it's like, kind of. It's really well, not confirmed at Falcon, all. Right? He'd have a new ship, right? At this point, he's not gonna have Lady Luck. I guess we would I probably. Mean, that would probably be the. I would hope it would be point. Lady Luck. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, that, that's that's old EU, new EU. I mean, new canon. Like they they keep bringing Lady Luck around, so I think we he need was to he see was it. driving uh, Lady Luck in the recent uh, uh, Shadow of the Sith novel. Yeah, for a little while, right? And then he they yep. need, they hop on. They board. need a faster one. Yeah, which is well, like I know uh, I know Charles Sewell is working on uh, She Hulk, and it'd be fun to see him like do a take of like you know at least uh, sort of your writer or part of the staff writer on the on the show for Lando Lobot. Yes. They're sort oh. of meet all that yeah. stuff. Cause did he write yeah. that that like mini series, that like five episode arc with uh Lo- featuring Lobot? Yeah, yeah, he did. That and was cool. And he's consulting on, you know, Marvel shows. So it's like that guy's dude, no he's Jump on a, Yeah. Yeah. He's so good. He so he's on She Hulk? Yeah. He's a consultant on She Hulk. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting, man. They're priming for Lando. Lando's going to be big. It's going to hit big. I hope he 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 can come over and navigate the Lobot stuff. And the Lobot, I feel like Lobot, wow, they can almost go comedic with Lobot. Like, I almost hope that it's kind of funny. (laughs) It's so dark. I almost want to be like pure physical comedy with Lobot, where he's just like waking up. Totally. He's just like appearing. And like, it's like a pan reveal. And everyone's like startled because Lobot's like in the room. They didn't even think he was in the room. Like, <laughs> yeah, they'd have to give yeah. the the backstory at the beginning of it because most people don't know the tragedy of Lobot. That's true. Um, no, it's but, true. It's true. Yeah, it's but true. It's very the tragic. only the only but, Lobot I want to see at this point is Lobot returning to consciousness because I just had my like guts ripped out well, by like yeah everything <laughs> since the, dude when they had the robot that's like I can help you fret and then they space him <laughs> and it was uh, like no that's the only uh, guy that can save I forgot Lobot. about that. You were so upset. You still are upset. It's, it's yeah. That was a big that that you, man. You remark on that uh, for many a podcast. Now. Yeah, yeah. No, but I, I mean, dude, bald guys got to stick together. Man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like good bald I, guys. Like we get cast as villains in everything, and it's just like not fair, fair, frankly. And so, like Lobot's cool, <laughs> and I think he deserves his moment in the sun. He model. certainly deserves I, consciousness again. Well, that's the thing is I want him to get, regain consciousness and then be immediately exasperated yeah. by Lando and everything. Yes. Like it's just like, <laughs> like just constantly. I hate like, you. Yeah. I hate you. Yeah. I have to go I right back you. into yeah. hibernation because Lando is yeah. much. He should just like walk away from Lando and not talk to him and be like, I yeah. just you I are just a monster. Can't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> remember all Actually, those I things? I know I wasn't and conscious like... and couldn't say anything, but I saw it all and I remember yeah. everything. <laughs> I remember everything. It's in my yeah. He's shit. at the club with Lando, but just like sitting in the booth the entire time and recording everything. <laughs> just yeah. being like, I hate you. I hate Traumatized. you. Traumatized. Yeah, that guy has a straight flush. I hate you. I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Lando. Give us the Can Lando you... show. That's that's yeah. the one. But I think so. Hopefully that like Andor will be the like jump off point. Like maybe this will feed some ideas. Be like, oh, we can do that. And then like, you know, Coogler brings yeah. in the right um, the right writers and yeah. um, and they make a they make an adult Lando show. I think I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't if they got everyone. I think this again, it's so hard to determine what's the success and what's not because, you know, they don't release any real numbers for this. But just based on the chatter it seems to be that like andor is just working for everyone how does disney like record that like mark benchmark success of these shows like is it just like subscribers to disney plus subscribers we don't 
Yeah, I guess that's and that's all conjecture. They don't reveal any of their metrics or how they make decisions. No. They just they release really weird numbers about like how many of a million people watched it day one, which is always like the same number, which seems yeah. really suspicious. <laughs> yeah, there's something I, I was actually listening to that today on um, uh, the Dana Carvey and um, David Spade show um, podcast. But they were they said something about like yeah. the way that they read streams is something like billions of streams or something it's like in the or like oh minutes it's like they they measure it in minutes watching time and mm. so yeah so it's like you were if you get in billions of minutes it's like that's great um but i, I don't know if that's if they're i'm sure someone's you know taking probably getting lots of engagement with andor because i feel like it's it's it nicely i guess enters all four quadrants i mean it's like all walks of life you're getting you know mon mothma's daughter you're getting uh, younger characters in the mix, you know, as obviously when Cassian was a kid, yeah, um, it's kind of like it's it's definitely hitting all ages, I think, and people really like it, and it's doesn't hold your hand, and the dialogue's really smart, and it's fun to watch a show that actually, yeah. you know, is is gonna explore, uh, you know, a tyrannical regime oppression, the that in this episode, the kind of natural hate that breeds, and like everyone who's dealing with it and what they have to do to basically. Fight oh, for yeah. you're you're in it dude you're like yeah. it's so easy to be empathetic with all these characters so good because it's they just take yeah. the time to do it and it, it's great i'm but i'm like wondering like my angle on that is just like how do they decide we're going to spend 120 million dollars on this series but we're going to spend 160 million dollars on this series you know like what makes them jump like how do we get higher production it's what the story calls for i mean it's like what the set piece moment, what the big moments need to be I feel like and mm. what that scope and scale is going to be. Um, okay, so it starts from the like production. Mm. That, like, that yeah, I just that feel is, like Ahsoka is going to be really cheap. I don't know why, but like I just feel like they're not going to spend a lot. Of I money. feel like Ahsoka is going to reintroduce Thrawn, and it's going to be like it's going to start this kind of new, um, you know, storytelling. Yeah. Uh, initiative basically is like what happens with after Thrawn's return, the return of Thrawn. Thrawn is you know, yeah. Returned, galaxy i think they're gonna do it on a mando budget though you know like i think it's gonna be like a volume show yeah i I agree i think i think everything i think everything in the mando verse is gonna be very much that i my hope is that they keep saying that's all leading to this crossover giant event yeah i don't know if that's a movie or a series but when that happens they up the budget they up the production value and we it looks a little a little more theatrical Mm. yeah yeah, I mean they're doing their best. Hey, the volume right, is the, a massive step forward. But go back to our first episode after the Mandalorian premiere and <laughs> talk about. Point. I can't believe how great this looks. There's no way it could look better. It looks like a movie. Like like I know, just, I know. Yeah, I know. It's all still indoors. It's gorgeous, and it's a beautiful. Yeah, it's still spectacular. For, you know, to create exotic worlds and environments. So. Because we've seen Iceland, you know, a few dozen times in sci-fi films at this point. It's like, let's check out, like, new geography. And I think the volume... Newfoundland. Yeah. Yeah. They need, I mean, essentially a a film crew is a military, and they have to be able to house and feed all these people. So it's like, it can't be too far. I mean, you can't get further than Tunisia, right? So... Which um, which you're not going to do really on a, on a TV budget. Like if you look at Andor, if we really think about it now, they're doing a lot of like 
locations they built an entire set and then when they're outside that set a lot of locations are just buildings that are around wherever they're taping and then for this last episode they're clearly just shooting in you know somewhere in england maybe i don't know but like you know or or norway or something but scotland or england scotland scotland norway maybe yeah i think but like but like yeah they're not we lost you adam you're frozen come back to us adam you're only oh no am i back (laughs) you're back you became one with the force first. Now, now you're frozen. <laughs> but I, my point is you're not going to be able to afford to go to these giant things. And that's where the volume works is when you need a planet that you can't afford to go to. Yeah. 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 I think it's a great way to create new worlds. That's, yeah. That's kind of where that argue, where that discussion ends. Yeah. But other than that, can't it hear you at all. You, again, depth is kind of lost. Dayu looked great. Gonna come other back. Locations, Hang up, come natural back. locations where you can actually just go on location and get and get those shots. Um those those locations lacked depth in the volume, whereas the sort of new locales that they created were gorgeous in the volume. The sky bridge in space, like some of those really dynamic, I think almost metallic cityscape space, the void, yeah. you know, creating, that's the best way to create depth, I think, in the volume. Because when you do, you know, when you do a desert planet in the volume, it's kind of like, you can kind of yeah. see. You can kind of see it You kind of see where the volume is. Yeah. Like the mm-hmm. depth. That yeah, it's got like there's a little resolution the, drop in your because your copy of a copy. Yeah. It does give it a little bit of that like um a new hope fuzziness, but it's like at this day and age, it's like you can't Yeah, know, the character's so crisp in the background is a little <laughs> low res. Just like a little bit low res. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man. Rad. All right. Yeah, doesn't have about... that problem. The on-location stuff is stunning. The show, the dialogue just sweeps you away. You're actually just lost in what the characters are just saying. I know. I'm gonna go back and watch the episode again tonight. I can already. Right, tell we gotta, we gotta jump to this. We gotta jump to this comic book. We gotta jump to our our fave character Obi Wan. All right, let's do it. Let's I think he's in our top five. All of all us. Right, ready for yeah. it. 